Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Would you be the jerk for calling the cops on your own mother-in-law? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for saying my sister was harassing my wife? I'll just get right to it. I'm 35-year-old male. My sister, who we'll call Jane, 24-year-old female, is staying with me and my wife, who we'll call Sue, 32-year-old female, while completing a prestigious internship in our city. My sister also has disabilities, but has lived independently, has held jobs, takes care of herself, etc. She has totally attached herself to Sue, since she doesn't have many friends. Sue likes Jane well enough, but finds her pushy and overbearing. Sue is pretty good-natured and knows this is temporary, so she usually just laughs it off. The one thing she will not laugh off is that Jane will follow Sue everywhere if she wants to talk, and even tries to follow Sue into the bathroom or our bedroom. Sue doesn't leave mid-conversation unless she really needs the bathroom, but it seems like Jane magically finds something she desperately needs to talk about right when sue is leaving the room it's never anything important just chit chat we do have locks on the door but jane tries to follow sue in so she can't shut the door quickly enough to keep jane on the other side sue has told jane directly and clearly that our room is always off limits unless there's an emergency and the bathroom is off limits when someone is occupying it sue said it was okay if jane waits outside and talks to her through the door which i already think is too accommodating but Jane ignores her and laughs it off, saying that they have the same parts and since they're close, Sue shouldn't be worried about using the bathroom in front of her. Sue said that she didn't care who had what parts. Bathroom time is private and that's that. I agreed and told my sister to knock it off. My sister started complaining about this, so I asked her, Jane, do you follow your coworkers at your internship into the bathroom? She laughed and said, no, that would be harassment. I said the same rule applies in our home. You are harassing Jane and not respecting her wishes for privacy. If this ever happens again, I'm kicking you out. She burst into tears and ran to her room, where she called our parents who told me that I was sick and disgusting for implying that my sister was capable of doing that to Sue, and that I was stopping my sister from bonding with my wife in her own way. I told them that if they felt that way, they could come get her or pay for an apartment in our city because we weren't tolerating it anymore. I know I'm not the jerk for standing up for my wife, but I'm wondering if saying Jane harassed Sue was too far. I think OP's not the jerk here, I think it's pretty much exactly what's going on. I hope for everybody's sake here that they can get through to Jane. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you love getting the chance to decide whether or not somebody is just a total jerk why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife that her investing losses are not my problem? I, 30-year-old male, come from a very poor family, but my wife is from a very rich one. She started off the marriage with a net worth of $31 million, and I started it off with $300,000 in student debt. When we got married, she made me get a prenup that separated her inheritance and got rid of my right to an elective share if she dies. 
In other words, I renounced my spousal right to a third of her separate property if she passed, making her sole beneficiaries her siblings or potential children. My debt and our incomes were also separated. We both got lawyers, hers much more expensive than mine, and notarized the prenup. None of this was a problem for me. As a man, I'm determined to pull myself up by the bootstraps, not rely on my wife's wealth for anything. The only beneficial part of the prenup for me was that our incomes were also now separate, and I earned a somewhat higher income than her, and so I was okay with it overall. Five years later, I still don't have a seventh of her current wealth, but her investments haven't been doing great this year either. As a sole crypto investor, things have been going very poorly for her. I had warned her not to do this, but she invests in a cryptocurrency called Monero, which is down 47% this year. About 5% of her money wasn't in her wallet, and was in the FTX exchange itself, which she lost after FTX went bankrupt recently. She now has a net worth of around $18 million. I don't invest in crypto, but rather in index funds. They've taken a hit this year as well, but based on historical performance, they should go back up eventually. No such guarantee for cryptocurrencies, and certainly not for Monero. I came home to her crying the other day after she found out that FTX went bankrupt. I told her, that's rough, not in a sarcastic way, and I went upstairs to change. When I got back downstairs, she started whining and complaining, talking about how nonchalant I was being about her losing money. I pointed out that she's still extraordinarily rich in spite of her poor choices, and that she could stop investing in crypto at any time if she wanted to. Besides, she was the one that wanted to separate everything, so why does she want to make it my problem all of a sudden? Am I the jerk? This is a really tricky one. I feel like I have a good angel on my one shoulder saying, that's your wife, comfort her, she's experiencing a difficult time. And then the devil on the other shoulder being like, that's a multi-millionaire that's taken some small beatings. And also that multi-millionaire went out of their way to make sure you don't get a dime of that regardless. I don't know what their relationship with each other is like, but it's hard for me to blame somebody for not comforting a multi-millionaire when their investments aren't exactly being a boon. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not returning my mom's ring? I, 28-year-old male, and my ex-girlfriend Mela, 28-year-old female, were together for 7 years. Mela was obsessed with marriage. She literally had a Pinterest full of wedding ideas for years. Around year 4 of our relationship, she started outright saying that she wanted to be married and wanted to be proposed in this way or that way, and basically making plans. I told her that I would think about it. While I loved her, I wasn't sure if marriage was for me. We had an argument and she made an ultimatum. Either I propose or we break up. I didn't make a decision and she broke up with me. I realized I wanted her in my life and I proposed. My mom gave me her engagement ring, which wasn't Mela's style or size, but she seemed happy. I started getting second thoughts and we got into a fight. Mela took off the ring and gave it back to me. We broke up and we went our separate ways. I took that as she was giving me the ring. Mela and my mom were close and she was invited to the wedding. Mela's getting married to Devin, 25-year-old male, who's apparently head over heels for her, and bought her a $15,000 engagement ring. My mom wanted to wear her best jewelry for the wedding, as it was a lavish event, and asked for her ring back. 
I told her that I won't give her the engagement ring back as it was mine and I didn't want Mela to see the engagement ring that she was supposed to have since it would probably make her feel bad since she married the first guy who was there. My mom's upset. My family's calling me a jerk. My dad, who made the ring, said I was a selfish brat. I keep getting nasty emails from relatives about the situation. Am I the jerk? I think it was given to you as a gift for the engagement and considering you never truly used it, I think it's totally fair to give it back to them and it's a bit weird to say, no, it's mine now. Like, what are you even using it for? I think it might be better for OP to give it back to their mom because I feel like OP's having some weird attachment issues with it. This next story is, am I the jerk for wanting my daughter to meet my girlfriend despite being an absent father? I, 29-year-old male, had a kid with my ex-wife, 32-year-old female, 10 years ago. My daughter. And there's no real way to sugarcoat this, but as soon as she was born, I left. And I never ended up seeing her in the hospital as a baby. Was never really present in her life at any point, but ended up getting a divorce 11 months later with her getting full custody, of course. I married young, was really stupid, and thought I'd end up being a good dad despite no skills, but got scared that I would turn out like my dad and chickened out. Not really an excuse, but an explanation, I guess. I paid child support for the first three years, but stopped afterwards. I've been speaking with the girl's mother about reconnecting with her, but she thinks it's best I stay out of their lives majorly. But I think making amends is always possible, so I'm not sure. I just really want to make things right, but I'll respect their decision. I've seen her a few times, but her mother's always introduced me as a friend. She says she'll tell her when she's ready. I've been dating a girl, 28-year-old female, for about 10 months and I really like her. I think I could definitely see a life for us, and I know that sounds weird, but she's also said the same. I was also speaking to my daughter's mother about meeting this girl, but she says absolutely not, and that's a bad idea. But if I want to reintroduce her into my life, isn't it fair that she gets to see my life too? Am I the jerk for this? Her mother says it's a very bad idea, so it's making me think I am, but I just genuinely cannot see why. Obviously, I care for this girl, and I'll care for her life too, but a relationship has to be two-sided. I don't think it's out of the question to show her my life too. Personally, I'm not sure how to feel. Maybe it's the fact that I just have no concept of how it would feel to be a father in that position, but OP had abandoned them and then quit supporting them a long time ago. So for them to just pop back up and be like, Hey, by the way, I'm your dad. Here I am. Here's my life. I could see why that would be a lot for the kid. And is OP really sure that like once they appear and become a part of that life that they're going to still stick around or are they going to be afraid again and dip? I mean, OP stopped supporting them seven years ago. Our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my wife at the store after waiting an hour and a half for her? So today was my day off during the week, which I like to use for cleaning the house, running errands and relaxing in the evening. So my wife and I were running errands with our two kids, two-year-old and three months, and everything was going fine. We got groceries, washed the car, and made a stop at a store about 20 or 30 minutes away from home. It's getting close to the time we have dinner, so we start heading home. As we're going home, my wife says we need to stop by a department store so she can pick up something she ordered that they shipped to the store. That's fine, the store's on the way home, about 15 minutes from our house. My wife assures me it'll only be like 10 minutes. That's cool. As we're driving to the store, the older child falls asleep because they didn't get their nap. 
so I tell her to run in and I'll stay in the car with the kids. She goes in, 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by, no problem, maybe there's a line. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, she's still gone. I call her to see if she's okay, no answer. I call her again at 50 minutes and she says she hasn't picked the thing up because she saw something she wanted to try on so she's been doing that. I ask her to finish up so we can go home because our kid is tired and needs dinner in bed. I wait, still nothing. After an hour I call again and she says she's gonna be a while. Her mom showed up and they're trying stuff on. I tell her to please hurry, the car's been running, gas is expensive, and our kids are starting to wake up. Again, she says she's almost done. During this time, both of our kids wake up and start screaming and crying. I get the older one calmed down, but the younger is hungry, and my boobs don't work that way, so I can't feed him. It's been an hour and a half. I call her and tell her I'm leaving with the kids because they're starving and tired. She can get a ride home with her mom who lives near us. She huffs and says she's coming, so I wait another 10 minutes and she's still not there, so I leave. As I'm driving, I get angry calls from her and mother-in-law about how could I abandon my wife at the store like that. My mother-in-law says that I was a jerk and way out of line. So Reddit, am I the jerk? OP's wife was taking far too much advantage of them. I don't blame them for leaving, especially with two very cranky, very hungry kids in the car. I don't care whatever the wife was doing in the store, it should not have taken them that amount of time. An hour and a half is like to the point where they secretly just wanted time to themselves and were willing to lie to keep them in the parking lot like that to get it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to hold or touch my girlfriend's sister's baby? I've been dating my girlfriend for about a year and a half and I made it pretty clear early on that I really don't like children because of many reasons. Don't like them, don't want them. Well, her teenage 19 sister decided to have a kid. I think it wasn't a smart decision and I hinted at that to my girlfriend without being rude. And the baby, male, was born about a month ago. The baby daddy's not in the picture. My girlfriend loves to help take care of it and has been trying to get me to interact with him and hold him. She's been getting upset with me because I refuse to hold him and occasionally call him it. She really tried getting me to hold him today so she could do something, but I don't want him throwing up on me or any number of things. But she thinks I'm being a jerk. I'm sure I could act a little more sympathetic, but I just don't care to have anything to do with the baby. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. They're not obligated to interact, hold, care for in any way for this baby. I will say they probably need to reconsider the whole it thing because that's just pointlessly rude. I get not wanting to hold or interact with the baby, but you don't have to call it an it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not getting on a flight upon finding out that he put my kids in economy? So my fiance has three kids from his former marriage, whilst I have two from my former marriage as well. I quit my job to start focusing on getting my degree. He's become the breadwinner, if you will. Although I still contribute with my savings, I also do 80% of child Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Care and chores. Long story short, he wanted me and my kids to attend Thanksgiving with his family, who are located across country, and we were supposed to go yesterday, ahead of time to get a rental place. He booked our tickets and everything, but later, before the flight, I found out that he, his kids, and myself were put in first class, while my two kids, 14 and 10, were put in economy. I was stunned. He acted like it was no big deal and told us it's just a few hours and the kids could just hang in there for a little while. I asked how he could think this was acceptable and he got mad and said that he's the one paying for tickets, then we go by his rules. I immediately turned around and took the kids and made my way out of the airport. He started following us, screaming at me to go back, but I refused and told him that I no longer felt like spending Thanksgiving with his folks after this. My youngest cried because she never flew without me. He went with his kids. Me and my kids are home. He has not stopped calling, trying to berate me, and even had his mom text that I needed to get over myself and stop teaching my kids to be spoiled and entitled. She said that the fact that I was willing to miss Thanksgiving with the family over something so trivial shows my real character and personality and mindset or lack thereof. I haven't replied, but I feel horrible. Am I the jerk? Should I have just let it slide and just went? In case I wasn't clear, me and the kids left our family and hometown so we could go celebrate with his family and his hometown. My kids weren't too excited leaving their grandparents for a week or so. I think OP's not the jerk. It's incredibly weird of them to book all of you guys in first class and leave a 10 and 14 year old, direct relation or not, in economy. I mean, if that doesn't show you how they view everything, then I don't know what does. And with the way they blew up, the guy kinda sounds like a jerk too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife that not every major milestone can go back to her mother? My wife lost her mother to cancer two years ago. It was horrible and it took a toll on everyone, but obviously my wife more than anything. They were very close, pretty much best friends. We knew it was coming and the illness took over our lives, which is to be expected. I also knew my wife would struggle when she finally did pass, so I tried to convince her to go to therapy, but she's refused. We have two older children, 13 and 6, and this year she gave birth to our youngest. This is the only grandchild my mother-in-law never got to meet. The whole pregnancy was very bittersweet and my wife kept saying, I wish mom was here, I wish mom could meet him, etc again to be expected but the issues come up that even before our son was born every event went back to her mom at first i understood but in time it's become like we've had this cloud hanging over us preventing us from fully enjoying happy moments i've tried talking to my wife about it gently but she gets super defensive and refuses to even talk therapy our eldest turned 13 over the weekend she had spoken to their mom privately and said that she would really like for there to be no talk of her grandmother. She wanted to have a happy celebration and not get sad that her grandmother isn't there. My wife agreed. We went out to dinner and everything was fine. Towards the end, we had cake. My wife said, 
It's just so sad that Grandma can't be here. She would be so proud of who Eldest has turned out to be. I wish she could be here. Our Eldest got mad. She blew out her candles but didn't speak the rest of the dinner. When we got home, I spoke to my wife privately and said what she did wasn't fair. I said she could have excused herself if she was that emotional, but she honestly didn't seem to be. I told her that this can't continue to happen. She told me that wasn't fair. I said what isn't fair is this rain cloud she forces over us. She's been off ever since and won't really talk to me or our eldest. She says we're being insensitive. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. I think the problem is you're trying to be as respectful as possible. You're suggesting trying to get them help and assistance, which is all you really can do. And they're just in utter denial. I don't know what more you can do other than trying to convince them that they do need some therapy. They're just obviously very deep in it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying my girlfriend thinks she knows better than culinary professionals and expressing my disapproval? I, 26-year-old male, live with my girlfriend, 27-year-old female, of 4 years, and we try to split all the grocery shopping and cooking duties equally. We both like cooking well enough and pay for subscriptions to several recipe websites, Epicurious, New York Times, and consider it an investment because sometimes there's really creative stuff there, especially since we've had to cut back on food spending recently and eating out often isn't viable. It's nice to have some decent options if we're feeling in the mood for something better than usual. I make it sound like we're snobs, but we eat box macaroni like once a week. Because we work different hours, even though we're both work from home, we almost never cook together. So I didn't find out until recently that she makes tweaks to basically every recipe she cooks. I had a suspicion for a while that she did this because I would use the same recipe to make something she did previously, and it would turn out noticeably different but I brushed it off as her having more experience than me. But last week, I had Veterans Day off on a day that she always had off, and we decided to cook together because the chance to do it doesn't come up often. I like to have the recipe on my tablet, and while I was prepping stuff, I kept noticing how she would do things out of order or make substitutions for no reason and barely even glanced at the recipe. It got to the point where I was concerned she was going off the rails. So I would try to gently point out when she would do things like put in red pepper when the recipe doesn't call for it, or twice the salt. She dismissed it saying that we both prefer spicier food or that the recipe didn't call for enough salt to make it taste good because they were trying to make it look healthier for the nutrition section. It's not like I think her food tastes bad or too salty, but I genuinely don't understand what the point of the recipe is or paying for the subs if she's just going to make stuff up and there's always a chance that she's going to ruin it and waste food if she changes something i got annoyed and said that the recipe was written with what it has for a reason and she said she knows what we like like i don't so i said she didn't know better than the professional chefs who make the recipes we use and neither do i obviously she got really offended and said i always did this and when i asked what this was She said I also got mad at her once because she'd made all the bits left over after cooking into weird Frankenstein meals. I barely remembered this until she brought up that time she made parm grilled cheese and I wouldn't even eat it. She mixed tomato paste, parm, and a bit of mayo to make a cheese filling because it was all we had. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole, even though she claimed it tasted good. 
She called me stiff and closed-minded, so I said I didn't get why she couldn't follow directions. Even kids could follow a recipe, and it's been almost a week, and we're both still sore about it. I have nothing against OP if they really wanted to try out this recipe to the letter, but I do know that if you cook for yourself a bit, you kind of know what you like and you kind of know what adjustments might make things a little bit more likable to your palate. It seemed like relatively minor things, a little bit more salt, some pepper, for OP to then go, oh you ruined it, you didn't follow the recipe at all. I mean, those are very, very minor adjustments just to add some extra flavoring. This next story is, am I the jerk for agreeing with her ex and not my sister? As a kid, I always looked up to my older sis because she was so cool, pretty, and the popular girl. I always tried to be like her, dressed like her, listened to her music. You get the idea. I was popular the first time I stepped through the high school door because I was basically a copy of her. I was overwhelmed by the attention, but quickly found out that she was mostly popular with only the guys. She dated many of the guys in our high school, and they thought I would too. I was so embarrassed. I had her mom take me out to buy new clothes and everything. Whatever she did, I went the opposite way. She wore tons of makeup. I wore none. She listened to a certain type of music. I didn't. We went to different colleges. Fast forward to now, sis must have figured out her lifestyle wasn't healthy, so she stopped dating a bunch of men deleted all of those apps, and met Sam. He's very good-looking with a great personality and amazing job. He was smart, funny, outgoing, and can own the entire room when he walks in. He grew up in a different city, so his family doesn't live here, but we've met, and they're amazing just like him. Sam quickly replaced us as mom's favorite child and became our dad's best friend. He eventually proposed, and everyone was over the moon. I was very happy for sis. Last week, she came to my door looking like a complete wreck. She was crying so hard she couldn't talk. After an hour or so, I calmed her down enough to get the story. Apparently, they were at a party and were mingling separately when he overheard some guys talking about her popularity. Sam joined the group and got her dating history. Two of the guys in that group dated her and about four other guys at that party did too, one of whom works with him, which is why they were there. He heard about the guys laughing about how all the men in town were depressed when she went away to college, but rejoiced when she came back. When they got home, he asked her, she told him the truth, and he left without saying a word. I helped sis and she's been staying with me for now. She hasn't told anyone and has been trying to get in touch with Sam and his family, but they're all ignoring her. Everyone on our side is super confused because Sam just disappeared. Our cousin, my best friend, pinned me down the other day to ask what happened. I told her, and she was appalled. She called him all sorts of names and insecure. I said I can understand from his view, as we live in a small town, and it's hard to know many men and your co-workers know your future wife. Then me and my cousin got into it. She said I should be supporting my sis no matter what. I argued I am supporting her, but it doesn't mean I have to agree with her. Now I might lose my best friend. I mean, regardless of what you yourself think about dating around, like whether you decide that's for you or not, that's entirely your own thing. But to shame somebody else and say, oh, their partner's completely valid about dumping them, never responding after finding out about their body count, I think it's a jerk move. 
That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for calling the police on my mother-in-law? I, 28-year-old female, got married to my husband, 34-year-old male, a week ago. We got engaged about a year ago, and when I got engaged, my mother gave me a pair of earrings, which she said every woman for generations in our family has worn to their weddings. They're four-carat dangling earrings, and they're worth a lot. I felt very honored to be given them, and it made me feel closer to my grandmother who had died two months prior. About three months after that, I went wedding dress shopping with my mother, my sister, and my fiancé's mother. I brought all the jewelry that I would be wearing to my wedding to see how they match the dresses. When I put the jewelry on, my mother-in-law kept going on about how gorgeous the earrings were. My mother explained the story and how they were a family heirloom passed down generations. I found the dress of my dreams and bought it. On the day of my wedding, I had everything ready in my room. My wedding dress, my flowers, my shoes, my makeup, and my jewelry. I was in there with my soon-to-be mother-in-law. I then needed to go to the toilet, and when I came back, my mother-in-law was gone. I wasn't sure what had happened, but I just thought that maybe she got called away to do something. I then noticed my earrings were gone. I knew straight away that she had taken them. I found her and confronted her, and she said that she didn't take them. I asked if I could look through her bag, and she said no and gripped onto it. I said that if she didn't let me look, I would call the police, which I then did as she still wouldn't let me look. The police arrived and searched her, and the earrings were found in her bag. They were returned to me, and they asked if I wanted to press charges. I wanted to talk to my fiancé first, and he said that he would support me if I wanted to. I didn't want to decide in that moment, so I just ignored it and had a great night. That was a week ago, and ever since then, I've been getting loads of threatening messages and calls from my husband's side of the family. My mother-in-law has been sending me extremely hateful texts, and I think I want to press charges, but I'm still not sure if it's a good idea. What I really don't understand here is if they're going to go and try to steal that and they're in a situation where OP didn't press charges, why would they all of a sudden start drumming the entire family up and making them look like incredible predatory jerks? I feel like if you're doing that, you're opening yourself up to two possibilities. One, OP rolls over. Or two, OP goes forward with holding you accountable because why are you giving them such a hard time? Not only do you got sticky fingers for some very important valuables, but you're going to try to get all your relatives to basically threaten OP? They deserve to get held liable for what they did because of that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 